Welcome to Wayne Zion Lutheran Church in Rural Monticello. This is the fourth Sunday after Pentecost, July 3rd, 2022. The sermon is by Pastor Wade Reddy. The accompanist is Barb Andreessen. The lector is Judy Donovan. Thank you to George Walters for sponsoring this week's broadcast in memory of Marla Walters. Join us on our website at waynezion.org for more information. Thank you for joining us today. We do the liturgy or the prayers or um, things that you know really well. Sometimes you don't think about what it is that you are saying. So um, this is a song I think you know. And uh, God Bless America is uh, just think about the words as we do it. I will cue you when it's your turn. God bless America. Land that I love, stand beside her and guide her through the night with your light from above. From the mountains to the prairies to the oceans white with foam, God bless America, my home sweet home. America, my home, sweet home. As the storm clouds gather here and across the sea, let us pledge allegiance to a land that's free. Let us all be grateful for a land so fair. As we raise our voices in a solemn prayer. God bless America, land that I love. Stand beside her and guide her through the night with a light from above. From the mountains to the prairies to the oceans, white with foam. God bless America. Welcome to this fourth Sunday after Pentecost. Let us begin with confession and forgiveness. You'll find this on page 94 in the front of your hymnal. We begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires are known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Jesus Christ our Lord. 
Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us, renew, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us. And for his sake, God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us sing our gathering song, This Is My Song, hymn 887.
Our service continues on page 184 in the front of your hymnal. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. congregation to please stand for the canticle of praise.
join with me the prayer of the days is printed on your bulletin insert O God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ you are the city that shelters us the mother who comforts us with your spirit accompany us on our life's journey that we may spread your peace in all the world through your son Jesus Christ our Savior and Lord amen you may be seated let us receive God's word. Good morning. I, I think I have recuperated from that very emotional preamble. Our first reading is from Isaiah chapter 66, verses 10 through 14. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her, all you who love her. Rejoice with her in joy, all you who mourn over her, that you may nurse and be satisfied from her consoling breast, that you may drink deeply with delight from her glorious bosom. For thus says the Lord, I will extend prosperity to her like a river, and the wealth of the nations like an overflowing stream. And you shall nurse and be carried on her arm, and dandled on her knees, as a mother comforts her child. So I will comfort you. You shall be comforted in Jerusalem. You shall see, and your heart shall rejoice. Your body shall flourish like the grass, and it shall be known that the hand of the Lord is with his servants, and his indignation is against his enemies. The word of the Lord. We will now read the psalm responsibly. Be joyful in God, all your lands. Be joyful, all the earth. Sing the glory of God's Say to God, how awesome are your deeds. Because of your great strength, your enemies cringe before you. All the earth falls down before you. Sing to you. Sing out your name. Come now and see the works of God. How awesome are God's deeds toward all people. God turns the sea into dry land.
Ruling forever in might, God keeps watch over the nations. Let no rebels exalt themselves. Bless our God, the sound of praise be heard. Our God has kept us among the living and has not allowed our feet to slip. Our second reading is from Galatians chapter 6, verses 1 through 6 and 7 through 16. My friends, if anyone is detected in a transgression, you who have received the Spirit should restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness. Take care that you yourselves are not tempted. 
Bear one another's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. For if those who are nothing think they are something, they deceive themselves. All must test their own work, then that work, rather than their neighbor's work, will become a cause for pride. For all must carry their own loads. Those who are taught the word must share in all good things with their teacher. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For you reap whatever you sow. If you sow to your own flesh, you will reap corruption from the flesh. But if you sow to the Spirit, you will reap eternal life from the Spirit. So let us not grow weary in doing what is right, for we will reap at harvest time if we do not give up. So then, whenever we have an opportunity, let us work for the good of all, and especially for those of the family of faith. See what large letters I make when I am writing in my own hand? It is those who write, want to make a good showing in the flesh that try to compel you to be circumcised, only that they may not be persecuted for the cross of Christ. Even the circumcised do not themselves obey the law, but they want you to be circumcised so that they may boast about your flesh. May I never boast of anything except the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. For neither circumcision nor non-circumcision is anything, but a new creation is everything. As for those who will follow this rule, peace be upon them, and mercy and upon the Israel of God. The word of the Lord. Our service continues on page 188 with the gospel acclamation. I invite the congregation to please rise. According to St. Luke, the 10th chapter, glory to you, O Lord. I invite you to be seated for the reading of the gospel. After this, the Lord appointed 70 others and sent them on ahead of him in pairs to every town and place where he himself intended to go. He said to them, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go on your way. See, I'm sending you out like lambs into the midst of wolves. Carry no purse, no bag, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. Whatever house you enter, first say peace to this house. And if anyone is there who shares in the peace, your peace will rest on that person. But if not, I will return, it will return to you. Remain in that same house, eating and drinking whatever they provide, for the laborer deserves to be paid. Do not move about from house to house, and whenever you enter a town and its people welcome you, eat what is set before you, cure the sick who are there, and say to them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. 
But whenever you enter a town and they do not welcome you, go out into the streets and say, even the dust of your town that clings to our feet we wipe off and protest against you. Yet know this, the kingdom of God has come near. Whoever listens to you listens to me, and whoever rejects you rejects me, and whoever rejects me rejects the one who sent me. The seventy returned with joy, saying, Lord, in your name, even the demons submitted to us. He said to them, I watched Satan fall from heaven like a flash of lightning. See, I have given you authority to tread on snakes and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing will hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice at this, that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. The gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Well, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We live in a great country, don't we? A country that other nations around the world look to. As I think about today's text and specifically looking at Isaiah and then looking at Galatians and looking at our reading from Luke, something comes to mind for me. Thinking about shelter and thinking about comfort. I want to share a true story with you, but I'm not going to review the, to um, identify the person that I'm speaking about. I had as a, a pastor, I have this great and wonderful privilege to enter into people's homes, into these sacred spaces, to have sacred conversations. In thinking about today's text, I remember sitting in old mom's living room. Now, old mom, as she was sharing with me recently, her husband had died. They had been together for 65 years. And she was mourning. And as we visited, she shared with me some almost 40 years earlier that they had a daughter who died of cancer. An old mother shared with me, I remember when my daughter first was diagnosed with cancer, that I would pray to God for this young girl who is just beginning her life, who is about to graduate from college, shouldn't have to deal with this. Lord, I've lived a good life. And my prayer is that you would give this cancer, lift it off my daughter's shoulders, and plant it into my body. For I want to take this on. She shouldn't have to. She then later shared that her prayer to God had changed. That a number of months had gone by, maybe a year and a half. And her prayer was something like this, but before I share it, she, she set up the context for me. For daughter was in the hospital. And the nurses are absolutely, as she told me, wonderful. And the one nurse came up to old mother and put her arm around mother's shoulders. And she said, go in. Get in the bed with your daughter. Hold her like you held her when she was an infant. Gently, care 
And so she did. And then her prayer was, God, I pray my daughter dies. To release her from the pain of cancer that I have watched my daughter fade away. Early in the morning, I don't think daughter really slept, but went in and out of consciousness. The daughter shared with old mother, at that time, young mother, thank you for the conversation we had last night. I am ready to go. Mom released daughter. Now there was nothing, mom didn't pray out loud. But the Holy Spirit that intercedes so deeply touched her heart. And she knew that mom was releasing her. And as I understand it, later that day, as the family gathered around in that hospital room, they were together. One daughter died in peace. I think about God. I think about God in this context that no matter what we're facing in life, that God goes with us, that we have a loving God. Many times when we read the Old Testament, we, we hear about people being destroyed. But with God, there's always a remnant. God's blessing is always there. We are made in the image of God. And when I take a look at Isaiah, right in the dab middle of Isaiah, there's this wonderful messianic promise. For Isaiah shared, but he was wounded for our transgressions, crushed for our iniquities, and upon him the punishment that made us whole, and by his bruises, we are healed. The messianic promise. That God not only comforts, but God enters the human experience. That Jesus comes into, through God in Christ, the Virgin Mary. And experiences life as we know it. And is still with us today. And is with us every day from the foundations of the world into the day in the glorious kingdom of God that we can experience now. But we are in the glorious light and presence of all the saints. For God is Christ who is our salvation and this was told 500 years before Jesus' birth. And here at the end of Isaiah that Judy read regarding the righteous judgment of God, here in chapter 66, as a mother comforts her child, so I will, says the Lord, comfort you, especially in that time of death. The Lord knows you claims you, and loves you. The Lord of the Old Testament is shown here as gentle and tender as a mother's heart. 
And as you think about it, maybe some of you have been in that same experience as old mom and old daughter. Maybe you've had a son or a daughter who's died before you and you're saying, this isn't right. Moms and dads are to die before their children. Life's not easy. But then our prayer might be to release that child from their pain. Here in Psalm 66 is a song of praise coming after a big win, a, a big battle. Do you know that we're in a battle? Oh, are we in a battle? We're in a battle with the powers and principalities that are doing everything that they can. But Jesus saw the devil fall like a flash of lightning. And Jesus, who is God in the flesh, took on our sin, our iniquity, and was victorious. The one who comforts and bears our burdens won the victory over death and the devil. So now I turn to Paul's letter to the church of Galatia. And in this writing he shares, Do not be deceived by the flesh, for the flesh clings to death. Isn't it interesting that I know Paul wrote this in one of his letters, I do the things I wish not to do and the things that I should do I cannot do without the strength of the Lord. What is that? What is that when we know this is the way we needed to go but our body screams to take us this way? It is the battle that we're in. We have sin and we began this service with the confession of and asking for the forgiveness of our sin and we do that every time that we gather. And you know that God loves us so much that he took upon that sin. So that when we die to this life, we leave these bodies behind, but oh, that beautifulness of us. And I know I've often said this, but just for a moment, I want you to listen to that voice inside of you. I want you to hear, and I'm going to ask you to tell me how old that voice is inside your head. Listen to that voice. Speak it right now inside your head. How old is that voice? It is ageless. It is ageless. That inside voice, that soul, is the gift of God's eternal presence in you. And that will carry on. Do not deceive yourselves with the flesh, but look at the beauty that's within you the Holy Spirit that has been poured into you. You will reap the benefits of eternal life. We have this uh, beautiful stained glass. I wish I could pull it out and point it to you, but it's the only stained glass that we don't have Jesus in it. You know that Jesus is there because you see the, uh, the, the halo, the, the crown of righteousness over Jesus' head. But here we have a farmer. I love it. It could be me dressed up pretending to be a farmer. And what's he doing? But he's sowing seed. And some of the seed is going to fall on hard ground. And the birds will probably come along and pick it up and they had a nice lunch. Others are going to be thrown in amongst the thistles. And unless you use the herbicide, am I talking right? You know, if I say something stupid, it's because I'm not a farmer. 
I was talking to Todd uh, Rickles the other day. I said, Todd, I've never seen this before. The beans. I, I, I said, I see the weeds getting higher than the beans. He says, oh, pastor, we're taking care of that. You know, we had to deal with this weather, and uh, you watch. That'll be taken care of. And it is. All of a sudden, now I walk by his bean field, and I don't see a weed. And some of that seed falls on soil that is ripe for the taking in of that seed. And farmers, you know this, there's nothing that you can do to pop open that shell of that seed and make it grow. That is a gift of God. Now, if that seed is seed of a plant, what Paul's referring to is seeds of God's grace, God's word, God's word for you. And let that seed, as we read these scriptures Sunday after Sunday, let that take root. Let that fall in good soil. There's that favorite hymn that we sing, Barb. Um, May my heart be good soil to receive God's word of grace and love and mercy for me. And Paul encourages the church, that's us, the body of Christ, to sow the, spe- the seeds of God's love, of God's word, the spirit, God's Holy Spirit planted in us. And we plant that seed, especially in the time God does, in the time of baptism. When we're washed with the words, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. You are sealed by the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ forever. And he goes on to say, may I never ever boast in anything, not myself, my flesh, or others except the cross of Jesus Christ. It is not the law of the flesh, but the spirit found in Christ, found in each of us that leads us to the gift of eternal life. We are the recipients. We are the ground. We are the heart that God is aiming for. There is nothing that you need to do. You simply have to be open. There's nothing to do. Show me a perfect Christian and I'll show you a perfect sinner. But we have a God who loves us. Who when he opens his arms to you, you see the nail-pierced hands. He who is without sin bore our inequities, our sin. For Christ, we are a new creation. And here's where I want to end as I think about these words. Paul's words here in in Galatia, a new creation is everything, and I I can't help, and he's here with us today, and I'm so proud of him. My son Joseph, in his confirmation verse, 2 Corinthians 5.17, so if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation, and everything that old has passed away, see, everything is being made new. Through Christ, we are new creations. And God sees that creation. And in Revelations 21, 2 through 3, I saw uh, the holy city, a new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepares a bride adorned for a husband that perfect day. I am so fortunate that I get to preside at weddings and I see that perfect day with that bride and, and that groom coming together in the gift of marriage here in this church and recognizing the gift that it is, a gift from God, a new creation, and when the two come together, they become one. And so it's wonderful to see the unity candle. We become one with Christ. God's love transforms us.
when we are baptized in Christ and we enter into this body of Christ as Jack did not so many days ago. For Jack too is a new creation of God. And Jesus shares in, in the Gospel of Luke the most important kernel of God's seed for you today. It ends with the 70 going out and the 70 coming back. And the message is this. Jesus said rejoice. Rejoice. For all these things that you do are not of your own doing, but it is of the gift of the Holy Spirit in which I give you. Rejoice. And again I say rejoice. For your names are in heaven. The gospel of our Lord. Amen. Let us sing our hymn of the day. 546. To be your presence. In the world. invite the congregation to please rise and let us share the affirmation of our faith as is found in the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen.
United in Christ and guided by the Spirit, we pray for the church, the creation, and all in need. Lord of the harvest, you send your church into the world to proclaim Christ's new creation to all. Renew the church as it carries out your mission of peace and healing. We pray for missionaries who accompany your people. God of grace, your creation abounds with flowing waters and diverse creatures. Motivate humankind to adopt lifestyles that protect and sustain your creation, Mother Earth. God of grace, you guard the nations. Let no leaders exalt themselves above others, but guide them to be leaders who lift up the most vulnerable and to work for the good of all. Send your spirit to eradicate inequality and violence, war and poverty and hunger. God of grace, you desire abundant life for all. As we celebrate Independence Day, instill in us gratitude and generosity and persistence in working toward freedom for all people in this land and other lands. Bless our nation to be a blessing for all nations. God of grace, comforting and sheltering God, you care for all people in need. Heal those who seek healing and wellness. We specially name before you Judy and Bill, Teresa and Jeff, Niles and Judy, Lois, Kalinda, Chase, Gwen, Sandy. Those known only to you and comfort all who are grieving. We lift before you the Sturry family and the Simpson family. God of grace. We remember the saints who proclaimed your reign on earth and now rest in you. Make us faithful in our witness to Christ's new creation, God of grace, God of every time and place, in Jesus' name, and filled with your Holy Spirit, we entrust these spoken prayers and those in our hearts into your holy keeping. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you always. We receive this morning's offering, and as we do, we'll be passing the plate. Kids, you can come forward and grab a cup. And when you do, can you entertain our people on the outside of the pew? Can you come over here and go up and down this side first, and then that side first, and then the middle? We'll do it differently this day. Thank you. Thank you. Barb, keep playing, keep playing, Barb. I just want to share, keep playing, keep playing, Barb. I just want to share that the Noisy Coin offering is going to Lutheran Services of Iowa. These are kids who are dealing with mental health, kids who don't have homes, kids who live in the Waverly, Iowa area. And this Noisy Coin offering that the kids are collecting will help make their Christmas just a little bit brighter this year. So thank you for those gifts, too.
congregation to please rise as we sing we are an offering and we bring our offering and tithes forward at this time. continues on page 190. Let us pray. Holy God, gracious and merciful, you bring forth food from the earth and nourish your whole creation. Turn our hearts towards those who hunger in any way, that all may know your care and prepare us now for the feast of the bread of life, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is indeed right, our duty and our joy, that we should at all times and all places give thanks and praise to you, almighty and merciful God, through our Savior Jesus Christ, who on this day overcame death and the grave, and by his glorious resurrection opened to us the way of everlasting life. And so with all the choirs of angels, the church on earth, and the host of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn.
the words of institution, you'll find this on page 67 and 68 at the front of your hymnal if you wish to follow along. There is some work that the people need to do as we get to this part. Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again. Let us begin. God of our weary years, God of our silent tears, you have brought us this far along the way. In times of bitterness, you did not abandon us, but guided us into the path of love and light. In every age, you sent prophets to make known your loving will for all of humanity. The cry of the poor has become your own cry. Our hunger and our thirst for justice is your own desire. In the fullness of time, you sent your chosen servant to preach the good news to the afflicted and to break bread with the outcast, the despised, and to ransom those in bondage to prejudice and sin. For in the night in which you were betrayed, our Lord took bread and gave thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup, and after giving thanks, he gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people, for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. For as often as we eat of this bread and drink of the, from this cup, we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Remembering, therefore, his death and resurrection, we wait for the day when Jesus shall return to free all the earth from the bonds, the bonds of slavery and death. Come, Lord Jesus, and let the church say amen. amen. Send your Holy Spirit, our advocate, to fill the hearts of all who share this bread and cup with courage and wisdom to pursue love and justice in all the world. Come, Spirit of freedom, and let the church say amen. Amen. Join our hearts and praise with you, with your prophets and martyrs of every age, that rejoicing in the hope of the resurrection, we might live in the freedom and the hope of your Son. Through him and with him and in him and in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor are yours. Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Come to the banquet for all is ready now. You may be seated and the congregation to please rise. We give you thanks, Almighty God, that you have refreshed us through the healing power of this gift of life. In your mercy, strengthen us through this gift and faith toward you and a fervent love toward one another for the sake of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. You may be seated. I'd like to share a couple announcements with you. First, I want to thank George Walters for sponsoring KMCH 94.7 FM for today's service that will be heard on the radio and uh, it's an important part of the ministry. I had an opportunity to visit with Judy and Niles Hoosman this last week. And they said, Pastor, we listen to you every Sunday from our living room. And it just reaffirms me how important this ministry is. And so thank you for those who sponsor uh, the radio ministry. Tomorrow's parade. It begins at 11 o'clock in Monticello. However, those who are working with Gary Zumba and family 
We'll have to have your costumes on and at the parade route finding the, and you can't miss it, it's a six wheel wagon with six or seven pews on it. I might be exaggerating. How many? Five. I exaggerate. You know, you've learned something about your pastor over the years. I see the cup half full and um, my wife who is a realist says that cup is half empty. And we work really well together. So what time, Gary, would you like for them to be at the float, all dressed and ready to go? That's a good question. <laughs> be there before 11, ready to go. Uh, and look, they're going to be lining up uh, outside the Great Jones County Fairground, and it's going to go all the way back. So uh, find where Gary is. Oh, Liz has a... And maybe we should have an umbrella handy. Oh, have an umbrella handy. Or a rain slicker. If we show up with slickers and umbrellas, it will not rain. Murphy's Law, right? Okay. Remember those who are seeking prayers. Uh, on your bulletin, take it home. Put it on your nightstand. Put it at your table. Uh, these people, um, you know, it's not always easy. And I ask people, would you like for us to pray for you? And they say yes. And I take that seriously. I lift them up every day and I ask you to do the same. Uh, you, if you need to get a hold of Pastor Wade, Pastor Wade has a new telephone number. The old number is going to go away come September 1st. So learn this new one. Punch it into your phone. Uh, here's the interesting thing. If you call the Wayne Zion office, it will ring my phone. And uh, I may answer it, uh, Pastor Wade, and you're going, wait a second, I was calling Wayne Zion in the office. One of the same, but one we have it programmed to my phone. The new number is 319-360-748. I want you to call me. And that phone number is available to you 24-7. Okay? And then sign up for fellowship hour to where you designate your free will offering. We still need someone this month for July 17th. And I think we're all set with lectors, but we have new sign-up now that goes all the way through September. So if you see in the entrance area and you want to help out. Now, those who help with the food pantry, I'm just going to have you stand. I know I didn't ask you to do this ahead of time, but those who are at the food pantry this month helping out volunteering, please, please stand. We want to recognize you. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Thank you. And I know that you all live the gospel. And uh, it's, it's amazing. Um, you need to know this. Our food pantry, the need has never been greater. And uh, for the people who work the food pantry this month, you couldn't believe how much food was going out. We are in need. If you uh, can remember the food pantry with your, um, your gifts and your offerings, just know that we can get a lot more food with a dollar than uh, you just bringing in items. But I tell you, the things that we really need are toilet paper, and uh, lotion and shampoo and conditioner because those things we can't get from Haycap and we go over to the fairway and do that so um, just thinking about those kinds of things. All right, is there any other announcements that we have? Okay, be sure to stick around for treats after church. Free will don the, don the free will giving is going to the parking lot and uh, and Barb and Bill made some yummy treats. Let us stand. Receive this blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine upon you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with his favor 
and give you his everlasting peace in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us sing our sending hymn and we'll sing verses 1 and 2. 1 and 2. No. There's only two. We're singing one and two. I love it. In peace, serve the Lord. Liturgy Copyright 2021, Augsburg Fortress, all rights reserved. Music and lyrics reprinted with permission under one license, number A 729734, all rights reserved.